0: Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us for Simple Talk today.
1: Good morning, everybody. Jason, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. My name is Jason Cox. We're here at Mooresville First United Methodist Church. And I'm joined by my good friend, Mark Schlomer. Howdy. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash IN. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash IN. So just to start off, to give everybody a little bit of a background today, What we talked about was the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 through 20, which says, After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and they followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. So Mark, what about the sermon today? Was there anything that That struck you or that moved you?
1: Um,
0: Or that you felt that you could apply to your own life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the theme for today was, and I want to make sure we come back to the scripture, because I've got a a couple of questions for you. But, um, you know, the theme was uh, beginnings, um, uh, beginning to call disciples. And Mm. uh, so what Dennis uh, talked about today was um, you know, basically as we go through our daily lives, mm-hmm. uh, and we, whether it's our work or our families or whatever the situation, uh, we may be, uh, we, what we may be in, we tend to, and I'm certainly guilty as yeah. charged to make those bigger, uh, than they really ought to be perhaps. But more importantly, we make uh, God an itty bitty God. Yeah, yeah, and, and God is a great big God, and there's no way to even begin uh, to describe that. So, um, you know, that certainly stood out. And Dennis referenced the the song that we all heard when we were kids. Uh, he's got the whole world. <laughs> he's got in his the hands. whole world. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's it, true. It is. Um, and I. You know, there were a couple other comments that I'm sure that we can get get into mm-hmm. um, just as the conversation evolves here about what people might be looking for in church or what they might be looking for in community or uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's, um, you know, he made it he made it pretty clear, and it's, it's true, you know, God is going to provide opportunities for his people to rise up in 2021.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what you said, why Why do we come to church? Why do we come to church? There's so many friends that I have that say, you know what, I'm a Christian. I don't need to come to church. So why do you come to church, Mark? Why do you come to church?
1: Uh, you know, first and foremost, it's a place where I know that um, where people that I've gotten to know and friends mm-hmm. are there for the same purpose purpose and that's you know, to develop their faith and and have a stronger relationship with God. But I mean more importantly any more especially as I've gotten older mm-hmm. and whether it's uh, being involved in something like this mm-hmm. and thank you for uh, thank you for this opportunity but you know hearing you give uh, contextual background to the scripture or hearing mm-hmm. Dennis's um, Dennis's sermons. It's to create thought in what I'm doing in my own life and um, how the word can apply.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that if we try to do, and I think this is uh, applicable across the board, if we try to do Christianity alone, if we try to be Christ followers by ourselves, we're bound to fail. We're called the body of Christ, right? How good is a toe if it doesn't have a foot to sit on? Right. How good is a leg if it doesn't have a body to come from? Right. You know, and it's one of those one of those instances where if I read something, if I read the Bible, a book of the Bible, and I see it as one context, then I'm going to run with it. If I don't have a brother or a sister to bounce ideas off of and say, hey, you know, I, I read... Mark one fourteen through 20, and and I see after John was put to prison, so is that the same John that wrote the, the, the Gospel of John? Yes. If I don't have you to, to come in beside me and say, no, 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 he's talking about John the Baptist there. right Right. And lovingly help guide me through this. There's a lot of this that I can take out of context and misunderstand, and by doing that, I end up living towards the God that I've created in my mind instead of the God of the Bible. Yeah. You know, and it's like that with any type of learning, you need a group or a community of people to depend on and lean on to help give you understanding in context and, and through insight. You know, I, I might be able to jump a hurdle, but you might be able to teach me how to jump a hurdle a lot more efficient.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rather than me having to go through all the pain of tripping over that hurdle yeah. 20 times, you might be able to tell me, no, point your toe, you know, yeah. as you jump or whatever.
1: Long legs would help. But long I mean, legs,
0: yeah, and, and you're such I, a short guy. I, yeah, I mean, what I are mean, you six?
1: Five twenty. Five
0: twenty. Five twenty. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Five foot twenty inches. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but, you're exactly right. And, and, you know, I had a conversation with uh, a friend Friday night just about. Um, you know we're just talking about things that we experience in church uh and from one church to another um or a couple of friends friday night actually that are potentially in you know church shopping if you mm-hmm. will but then just talking about things that they look for in a church and then carry that over to things that you know, are going on in day to day and in the country. And I don't mm-hmm. want to, certainly don't want to dive into that. Oh, come we, on. <laughs> <laughs> well, too much good stuff to talk about <laughs> today, but true. That could be a whole, uh, that could be a whole show in itself. Yeah, But just, again, if you start to express some of your beliefs, mm-hmm. you can quickly learn that others share the same thing, or they look at things through just a different, different slightly lens, yeah. different shade of yeah, light. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. exactly, and that's good. It that is good. It's it's assuring, affirming, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it gives us a sense that uh, you know we're not on that yeah. whatever island we think we're on. Yeah, you're not alone. No, Mm-mm. no.
0: no I me and you have talked about some stuff that I'm kind of struck me like, oh, you know. So you've dealt with this, too, or, you yeah. know, you, you have thoughts, ideas, opinions on this as well. Oh, yeah, you know, and a lot of it deals with parenting. Parenting is one of those things that, man, we can feel like we're on an island. And, like, you've never, nobody has ever experienced a dramatic 15-year-old girl like I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we talk, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. They're, they they kind of all go through, <laughs> through these life yeah. stages as well, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to take one minute. I tell you guys joining us online to please make sure and like and share this video with your friends if you feel like it's, it's been beneficial to you. And also really great news, um, Simple Talk is now on the All Indiana Broadcast or uh, Podcast Network. Um, it's through Channel 8 news so make sure and subscribe to that if you know if you you want to listen to me and mark or me and whoever our guest is for the day chit-chatting about the bible and life application make sure and sign up for that podcast so you can watch that uh daily and i'm sure you can search simple talk podcast and it'll come up so very cool with that yeah we we need we need people to do life with
1: Yeah. sure yeah (laughs) especially if you've got girls Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that ain't no kidding. Uh, so, um, Jason, as I often do, I do uh, try to. Sometimes I throw some curveballs at you. Yeah. The other time there's some softballs. So I'm going to lob a softball oh, okay. uh, at you to make a potentially shameless plug here. Yeah. Um, for some stuff we do on Wednesday night, but one of the things that struck me is. Uh, In verse 17, and again, the scripture this week was uh, Mark 1, uh, 14 through 20, Um, at least in the version of the Bible that I Mm -hmm. read, it said, I will make you become fishers of men. And as I looked at the words, Mm -hmm. specific words, I thought it was very interesting. The word become stuck out at me. Okay. Okay. So looking at the definition of grow of uh, become is grow to be or turn into
0: turn into be fishers of men or grow into be fishers of yeah. men yeah mm-hmm.
1: then you look at the word make okay. bring into being by forming or shaping or put together from components huh. so i just thought that it, to me yeah you know make is one thing mm-hmm. you know you can make food You know, I could go to a park with Wyatt and try to make him into a good basketball player by teaching him how to shoot or, or, let's see, forming or shaping his technique or whatever. But uh, to me, become just kind of stood out. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he could have easily said, and maybe there's other disciplines, um, translations, translations that say that, that simply say, I will make you fishers of men. But I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. And as you were talking about that, I kind of think of, of how Jesus says, you know, I'm, I'm doing a new thing and in me you will be a new creation. You know, he's, he's, he's creating a new person within us. As we shape and are formed and grow and are made into this new thing, whatever that, whatever that means. Because I think it's unique for each and every one of us, you know. We're not all made into the same person. Again, we are the body of Christ. We can't all be fingers, nor do we want to be. Uniquely and fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, I'm happy to be an elbow yeah. or, an, or an armpit. <laughs> I'm needed, right? <laughs> no matter what I am, I'm needed in the body of Christ. So something that Dennis had brought up that I wanted to ask you about is this question came upon me, right, during his sermon. Where do we expect God to show up? And that's a big that's a big question, right? And and I think that it can mean something a little bit different to each and every one of us. But to me, the the underlying question to that is how often do I look for God to show up? You know what I mean? Yes. So where do I expect God to show up? But that would involve me thinking about God in those situations. So where are some some situations, what are some some, uh, life situations, I guess, where you have expected to see
1: God show up? Hmm. Um... Okay, I have an answer, but I'm going to answer your question with a question. Sure yeah. Oh. Did he get was he there or not?
0: Yes, absolutely of course he's, he's always there, always
1: there. You're right. Um,
0: and I mean this could really snowball into a huge rabbit hole, but sometimes we try to create a sense of God just to make us feel warm and fuzzy rather than relying on faith to let us know that he is there. All right. when you think of like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, you know, and the, and the king said, ah, "There's four people in there." Jesus was with him. He didn't take them, or God was with them. He didn't take them out of their situation. He was just with them to comfort them in that situation.
1: Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Um, so, where do I expect him to be, or yeah. hoped he'd be? You know, if there's if there's something that. Um, I, especially with the kids, if I need mm-hmm. to talk with either one of them or, or, or both of them, mm-hmm. that I mean, I hope that uh, I hope that he is with me in my mind, in my heart, in my mouth. Mm-hmm. That i um, um, uh, that I'm that I've got the right words to express not only what's in my heart, yeah, but what they need to learn, mm-hmm. or at least try to plant a seed for something that they can use in yeah later on down later the road on, later or on down life yeah. uh if i've had to speak in front of people mm-hmm. um i you know i constantly ask for uh you know peace and to calm any fears or anything like mm-hmm. that so that um um you know again the right words come out and yeah all that stuff mm-hmm. um and I'm really glad you. And I'm going to reverse the question on you. I'm really glad you asked this because I, I had similar thoughts in mm-hmm. that. Okay, as I look at, uh, as I looked at the scripture this morning and tried to look for things that jumped out at me, mm-hmm. and but as he was, you know, I was okay, you know. Help me out here, dude. Yeah, yeah. What is it that you want me to see? Mm-hmm. But here Dennis talk about this in in the sermon. How do I become more mindful throughout my work week? Yeah, my work day mm-hmm. to to just take a moment and say, uh, you know, I could use your help here or whatever. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, and, and I,
0: that's kind of where where I revert back to the Bible right the Bible tells us to pray continually without ceasing i think part of that prayer is just keeping those lines of communication open to grow and build that relationship yeah right so regarding regarding that where do you expect god to show up how that all works together is if if i'm speaking to you right and and i don't know you let's say you're a stranger on the street, and I'm speaking to you, I might be asking God to give me the words to speak, but at that same time, I'm praying that God will give you a mind of understanding. Because what we tend to forget is, it's it's not just about where I expect God to show up in me, it's, you know, it's your daughter. Yeah, God, give, give Mark the, the words to say, but also make sure because he's in them too. Yes. So so because I know that that God is in those children as well, I can pray that they are receptive to my words, that, that the spirit within them is respect, receptive to whatever's coming out of my mouth, that they might ha- gain wisdom and understanding through the spirit that lives in them too, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, there's two sides of a coin, right? Yeah. So, and I think um, that was... That was very cool. What you just stepped through, because selfishly, and we think of us, right? We do. We all help me do help me do what I do, mm -hmm. and yeah, would be it would be awesome if we continued uh, that the second half of that thought. Hey, help them have an open mind, ears, heart, mouth, et cetera, et cetera. And
0: to me, that's where I can have faith is the fact that whatever I said, whatever God spoke through me, did not land on deaf ears. Because my my kids do have Christ in them. So I can take faith that that what I said was heard. Mm-hmm. And that God can use whatever that is to, to give them wisdom. And it's not just with our kids, right? It could be with our friends or with a stranger or with an an unchurched person, you yeah. know? Yeah. God's everywhere. He's got the whole world yeah. in his hand. That's right. You know? And we have a tendency to live such in our own little world that we can't expand our thoughts and our vision out to understand that God is everywhere. Yeah. You know, and it all works together
1: again. So, you see how it kind of all comes together? <laughs> it, it does. And, and uh, you know, another another word that uh, Dennis used a couple of times today was was churchy. Churchy. And, yeah. um, churchy words. And I love that. And I really do love that because... Um, Time and time again, um, the Bible's filled with, and there's examples of just normal people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's, you can have this perception that, you know, the Bible's churchy, or you can look at the church, Mm -hmm. or look at the cosmetics or aesthetics of a church as like, oh, you know, that place might feel churchy. Churchy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The bottom line is, you know, he made the comment, you know, people are looking for a place where they can be themselves yeah. and not either have to be mm-hmm. churchy or feel churchy. But the the cool way that he finished that was and I and it go it tees right into what you were saying, mm-hmm. is a place where people's faith is strong. Yeah. And you know, and tying that back to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. If, if you, if we surround ourselves with people that have a strong faith that, and, and we acknowledge and understand that he does, he is everywhere. He Mm -hmm. is in every situation. He's on both sides of the table, Mm -hmm. not just ours. Yeah. Then, you know, that would be a group of people would be pretty, cool to surround yourself with yeah on a weekly daily basis mm-hmm. and there's something inside of me that calls out to you because of that yeah
0: we share we share something spiritual because we both have the spirit within us yeah you know? there's a lot of people that don't like to come to church they don't want to come to church they don't want to be around a bunch of judgy people and you know people that don't drink people that don't cuss people that don't do drugs people that don't smoke people that don't do this, whatever it is, they don't want to go to church because they don't want to be around people that don't do that stuff that they do. And to that person, what I say is we're all here to grow. And when you come to church, if I invite you to church, I'm no, I'm nothing better. I'm no better than you. I'm just one beggar showing the other beggar where the food is at. You know, we're all, we're all here because we were broken. And, and, You know, when people look at pastors or people in church, they think, oh, they think they're so perfect. Absolutely not. Yeah. Let me come to church and talk with me and let me tell you how broken I am. Yeah. Let me talk to you about where I've come from and the things that I've done. I'll bear my soul to you and you'll realize we're both broken. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's what it's all about.
0: But there's something inside of us that calls to one another. Because when Jesus left he left his spirit here on earth inside each and every one of us and it's like a magnet that just calls us to be together just like me and you. Yeah. you know we're, yeah. we're friends. We didn't know each other a year ago, but now that that magnet has pulled us together and it's made us stronger. It's helped you become smarter by being around me. It's helped me become smarter by being around you. That's how yeah. it works. That's right. So don't be Appreciate afraid. That. Don't be afraid to walk through the doors of that church. Exactly. It's just a house full of broken people.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> and it's so true.
0: So come on and grill with us.
1: <laughs> hey, actually, yeah. you just triggered another question that I had specifically for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the background you gave about using the word time. But in verse 15, it also uh, said something about the kingdom of God has come near. Mm-hmm. What's the context But behind it, the kingdom of God? Is, so th- <laughs> is, is it merely Jesus' Jesus's presence, or is it the fulfillment of a covenant, or what?
0: The Greek term that they use there, and I, I didn't study this. It's something that I've read years ago, but I remember reading that when you think of the word kingdom, we think of like an empire or a kingdom uh, with a castle. That, Fair. That's yeah. what people, right, just like Jonah and the big fish, they think about Pinocchio being in the belly of a, of a whale, right? So the kingdom that it talks about there, um, it's it a better word, and you can get into blueletterbible.org, but a better way of thinking of this is the kingdomhood of Jesus has come or the lordship of Christ has come. Yeah. Okay. So it's not... Not the kingdom necessarily, you know, it's not about the temple, (laughs) because Jesus was the temple, right? It's not about a building.
1: Yeah, it's about what he was sent here to
0: do. Right. Okay. Everything has come to fulfillment. The lordship of Christ has come. That's why he says repent. Like, the time has been fulfilled. I am here. The king is here. Repent. And take joy in the fact, you know, the evangelion, the, the, the gospel has been fulfilled. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's, don't think of a kingdom. Don't think of a castle. Think, think bigger. Think, think f- um, fulfillment. The, the conglomeration of all of these prophecies from thousands and hundreds and thousands hundreds of years and thousands of years before Christ has come to fulfilment and the time is right. Now that's what he was saying too. Yeah. So, you know, John came through, John the Baptist came through and said, I'm not fit to tie the the the, the straps of the sandals of the one to come, right? He's talking about Jesus and all of a sudden now Jesus is here. The time of fulfillment is is upon us. Like let's let's grasp this and go just like the like we were talking about Kairos and Kronos. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Jason, if people wanted to know more about the words in the Bible or understand the context, is there any any thoughts about that?
0: (laughs) So I'm doing a four-part series called Illumination. It's on YouTube at the Mooresville FUMC website or uh, uh, YouTube webpage. You can go there. You can see the past three that we've done so far. We're getting ready to jump into Greek this Wednesday at 7 o'clock on Mooresville FUMC's Facebook uh, live page. We're going to get into that. But just a quick plug for blueletterbible.org, they do not pay us. We get nothing from them or anything, but it's my go-to for searching on the Greek uh, and context and and all things to do with Scripture. So, yeah, blueletterbible.org, if you go in there and plug in Mark 1, 16 through 20, it'll tell you everything that you need to know. Excuse me, 14? Yeah, 14 through 20. You can get on there, it'll tell you everything you need to know. So, great webpage. Yeah, well, Mark, you got anything else before we wrap up?
1: God is a great big God.
0: God is an awesome God, and He is. Awesome. He reigns from <laughs> heaven above, right? Be a good song, it wouldn't would be
1: it? Be a good song, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah! You got the whole world in His hands, like. I don't, is that a guy thing? Do we always just think of songs that go with ideas that pop I think in? Our, so. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah.
1: One of these days, the screen back there, the, you know, we still got to. F- <laughs> speaking of fulfillment, we got to fulfill the you know having Bob Seger. Yeah, in the, in turn the, the page or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It'd be great. So, I like it. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us today for another episode of Simple Talk. We're going to be here next Sunday, um, and like I said, I I hope. I hope that you can join us for Illumination uh, this Wednesday at 7 o'clock because it is going to be fun. We're going to jump into some Greek. It's going to be challenging but but eventful. So, yeah, with that, thank have, you.
1: Have a great week, everyone. Have a
0: great week. Thanks for joining us, and we, we will hopefully see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>